Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. This month on <laughs> All About Affordable <Nice>. NFTs. <laughs> See what I did there. We, we're getting it in there. It's still August, I think. Right. Well, I don't think we should say this summer anyway. We are this must. <laughs> This, this quarter. We have been on our, our summer recording schedule. <laughs> exactly. So our, our theme is going to be, will you be my friend.tech and talk about friend tech as our, as our main theme. But let's, uh, let's roll into the news because there's a, I mean, you got a long list. So let's try to get through these. Well, you know, of course, we haven't talked in a bit, but yeah, there's been some things going on. I mean, going to have to start off, of course, with OpenSea's recent announcement of making royalties completely optional. So I don't know how many episodes we've been discussing royalties. It's certainly quite a few of them. OpenSea's just making these completely optional now, essentially abandoning that royalty model that was certainly one of the uh, most attractive parts of the uh, ecosystem of, of the NFT space to many of the artists that got into it. In turn, Yuga has saying that they are going to block the trades on OpenSea, create their own marketplace, a lot of backlash, of course, artist community. I think this is, this is a bit of the bear market uh, blues here and looking for, looking for additional revenue and maybe looking at that, uh, these royalties as potential source to, to get some of that. Yeah, I mean, you said it like the past 30 days here has seen Ethereum sales across NFTs drop by... 38%. So pretty significant. Also down like 20% on Polygon, 50% on Solana. Yeah, there's just, it's really colder than it was before, I would say, in terms of almost yeah, a metric. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So this is this is big from OpenSea to completely abandon, abandon, make royalties optional. And yes, you can pay them. We do know that that's going to trend towards zero. Yep. Which... How long ago did we, did we say they were going to zero? I don't know how many episodes back we'd have to go, but yeah. It was inevitable. It's, it's a monetized market, right? Like that's the only way you can do it to sort of compete with why, why would I, you know, especially if you're going after whales and that's what this game is now. You have to satisfy the whales because you don't have the long tail of the market anymore. It's, it's a power law. Yeah. And I will, I'll, my point when we first brought this up, I think that there will be royalties on certain marketplaces that are more maybe singly focused. OpenSea being the, the trade of all NFTs, no, it's not a place that it's going to happen. All right. So this one I found interesting. There was a, uh, a case recently where a judge confirmed that AI art cannot be copyrighted. So a artist was trying to copyright a piece of art that was generated with the use of an AI tool that was copyright was denied so what do you think of that george the copyright depends on the i thought the rights of usage of the cco or whatever creative Commons license that the ai allows you to operate under 
And, you know, depending on the tool you use and probably the prompt and style, right? So there's two, two factors in my mind. It's like, I could use something like, you know, stable diffusion, which has like sort of open rights and allows me to commercially use it. However, if I just make a derivative work of something that exists, like I don't own that, right? Just because I create a Marvel hero, like I, I create Iron Man inside of my Photoshop, it just because I used a tool and I ripped off something doesn't mean I own it either. So there's a couple layers there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Mid Journey was the, the tool used here. Uh, I don't know the specific, uh, but yeah. I imagine that they have uh, some some restrictions on what could be done there. So a big, it's been a big NFT release just because there's been, there's been some few, there's been a few, though, excuse me, but Sam's Bratz, the monument game has really gotten a lot of attention. This was just released. I have not been involved. I didn't get on the, the list for this initially, but it has been, uh, been a, there's been a lot of talk about this. Uh, it was recently discussed on the uh, proof podcast so I, i've been i bet i've been happy to see that there are people so excited about this you know again we're, we are deep in a bear market but it's definitely grabbing some attention despite that have you uh have you looked into this much george i haven't so i don't know much about it other than like this looks like a very well-designed monkey <laughs> and it's like a, a very they talk about birth of lucy but it is an interesting kind of evolution on these like i'd say semi-apocalyptic meets darwin meets paintings if i'm describing the style <laughs> yeah so there's one one of one edition of t56 there's a game of art and station and i think this just um included yeah this just concluded i don't have the details of this yet but it has been big buzz in the the nft community there's not a lot that's getting huge attention. I should say one other uh, big uh, big project that I noticed recently is uh, the Art Blocks. That's the spinoff, maybe I'd say, the Prohibition.Arbitrum Arbitrum. Uh, they have a arts collection, which is, let's see, a, it's not open edition. It's a inclusive edition. It's a cart and craft edition. Um, so it's interesting that Art Block is spinning off this other platform. Actually, I've got another piece in here that, FX hash another uh, generative art platform on Tezos platform, uh, Tezos network, I should say, just raised finally in a seed round. Um, you know, it's, it's generative art is, is, there's continued interest there. It's, it's, it's surprising to me in some ways how it's expanding to other platforms, um, beyond, you know, beyond Ethereum where, where art plot is so successful. And I think that is, yeah, there's a lot of positives that come from that in the, the low cost. Oh, one to mid and the gas fees essentially eight dollars or so to mid there versus uh, I'm sorry, eight dollars. That's way off on that. Uh, less than a dollar to mint there versus where like you're talking like a minimum of eight dollars to do like, any kind of transaction on Ethereum. So I think this is you know the inclusive idea of going to these other chains where things where transactions are lower cost is, is you know, there's a lot of potential there. They've also talked about how. There are mechanics to potentially reduce the supply in the future. And again, if you're moving these pieces around, doing that on an L2 generally going to be much, much easier and cheaper than doing it on L1. Yeah. And we'll get into some of that, obviously, like later in that L2 stuff. 
is uh, going off right now. It, it's actually a Nifty Gateway. Yeah. I was looking for it. It's I was like, I haven't yeah, seen a Nifty right? Gateway. Getting attention like, like that. Big, big one. Yeah, and um, you'll be unsurprised. The winning be uh, the winning bid was four twenty dot sixty nine ETH for uh, uh, the big one hundred one. The mining the culture. Here, here's my play. Inevitably on the the Nifty Gateway. Just wait for it to slowly trickle down, and you'll be able to pick up these pieces. And you know, Nifty was the the group that broke people. So you know, there there could be some quiet interest out here. But do not move on this. Um, yeah, frankly, uh, until you get that little cycle done um, of their promotion and hype. All right, we've got a, a news of a shutdown of an NFT platform. Let's see, NFT platform Recur has shut down after raising fifty million funding. Uh, they did not seem to be active all that long, and certainly did not make much of a name for themselves. It's not terribly surprising that they are shutting down in that regard. Although that that fifty million dollar raise is eye catching, yeah. Well, how do you expect them to survive? They only had fifty million dollars to survive on for eighteen months. Ah, come on, that's. I mean, that you can't you can't make a go of it. You need to at least burn a billion dollars before you can be anybody in this game. This sec, this period of time, just you're gonna look back and just hilarious. And we're just doing it again with AI startups, like all these AI startups being like, hey, I need all the here. Here's here's the narrative. I need all this money for all these GPUs to do this thing that is compute intensive. Fund me indefinitely. So it was without a, a revenue model. As a note, it was last July that Recur embarked on a jet setting NFT experience with Hello Kitty and friends, only for its ambitions to be grounded a little more than a year later. This definitely implies that they, they not eighteen months. Yeah, I mean they had Tommy Pickles from Nickelodeon's Rugrats. That's some of the IP that they had, but they had backing from, let's see, from Gary Vaynerchuk, Tyler and Tamara Winklevoss, Joe Lubin, the Supreme <laughs> co-founder, consensus founder, and they, they raised some serious money here and lasted thirteen months. Hmm. It's about four million a month. I mean, I'll get you get you going, but you know, like I said, you can't do anything like amazing. That's a tremendous burn rate. All right, so we've got oh, this one's interesting. We've got D gods. Let's see. This was the the hot polygon. D sorry, the hot hot project on. Solana, sorry, Solana. Solana. Right? They, they Solana. went to Polygon. And they moved. Yes, they Solana. went to Polygon, Polygon after getting a grant to move over there. Uh -huh. They're now moving, I mean, moving away from Polygon and going to Ethereum, returning that $3 million. And one of the founders decided to leave after their sort of, I don't know, their new project just do so well. And oh man, who could have seen this coming? I'm surprised they gave the money back. I'm kind of impressed. There must have been a stipulation of like platform usage yeah, on, the, yeah. on the chain. But ironically, like you're still, I mean, you're moving from an Ethereum layer two. They're just moving to layer one. Yeah. Yeah. Still not going back. Yep. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. So this was, I actually did find this kind of interesting. There's the, there's a piece in Artnet that is much more. Folks on the art and is generally quite critical. And actually, it appears that they maybe don't 
have the article up anymore, but let's see, it's one of the big, <laughs> yeah, disappear. Um, one of the big talent right. agencies in, in uh, Hollywood has signed many uh, or a handful of NFT artists and, and uh, platforms just recently, including uh, Super Rare, uh, Bright Moments, and so let's see, this is William Morris. This would be E, I don't know, WME and William Morris. I know the name lately, not my entertainment industry is definitely not my, my uh, area of expertise, but you find this issue they're doing this right now. Bright Moments is one that does a lot of in-person galleries, work with art blocks, but with generative artists. I do find this, this interesting that they are, you know, they see maybe reasons to stick around. And, you know, as I said, we have seen some interest in continued interest in generative art for one, um, I would say another in-person events with NFTs. Um, so I think there, you know, there are things, there are things happening here. You know, it's not all, all negative, not all down. I think we are going to end up seeing some things come out of this as bigger winners, some, some things to watch here. Um, and related to that bright moments as, uh, is doing a, a live meeting with, in partnership with a, let's see, yeah, they're doing with a, yeah, with a cannabis company in New York now. So I find this a little interesting, you know, it's, I, I like the company and I think they're doing well and it's, I, and I have nothing against cannabis companies. I just find it a little, it's compared to what they were, it's compared to some of the other companies that they were working with, um, seems a little, little different than where they were going before. But I think it's cool that they're still out there bringing this in, bringing these mints to physical galleries and, you know, finding ways to do that in new spaces. Yeah, I like the Bright Moments site. I've been to it in a while, and they've they've got a pretty good style here. I mean, it's it seems like they're starting to try to be a little art blocksy here with properly curated artists and and vetted in here. And, and I think that already dropped, if I'm not mistaken, because that was August 24th. So I'm just sort of looking through the site. Kind of interesting. All right. Well, the what. The last article here, I already mentioned that the Netflix Fashion just recently raised five million seed round. So yeah, I think that's it for our, our news. Um, anything else you want to add, George? Oh, uh, just the the floor price for the uh, the recent one that yes. uh, Nicole Vela is point oh nine, and that's uh, that's actually available right now. There's a lot of yeah, interesting, I gotta say uh, when I look around, there's some here. very interesting collections that are available to men being um, that prohibition.art um, site, some some artists. I mean, it's it's quiet out there right now. I think that there are some projects that will end up looking, you know, it'll be, it, it will look silly why you didn't buy them at some point. It's hard to say exactly what they are or how long that's, and it's how long that may be. Though, right? um, so, you know, we've, we haven't done a whole lot of the, the affordable project lately and we're going to continue that, that trend today. Yeah. Uh, but hey, as an affordable art, there you go, Nicole Vela, and also shopping on Bright Moments. Uh, another one put up in our community. We'll give a, a good old shout out to, to Things on Strings. Uh, hey, Things on Strings uh, sent us this um, the Cyber Bandits, which is a project of Michael Reeder, and it utilizes clippings from actual physical paintings. So there's like a one of one involved, but then there's also five thousand. Um, in this one collection of cyber bandits and, you know, kind of a mixed media vibe of uh, actual uh, art elements here. Current uh, current floor looks like 0.04. So 
nailed it on affordable. <laughs> um, about a thousand owners uh, looking at these pieces. A little X copy E, I'd say. Not moving, but um, certainly that grunge style. All right, there's some artists. There's some uh, <laughs> shortage of affordables. Uh, okay, so let's talk about friend.tech. And this has just been blowing up recently. Give me the, the high level. I know it's on Coinbase's new layer two network. Right, on yeah, it's Ethereum. on the base network. And it's... This was over 100,000 users have <laughs> signed up for this. Uh, it's an interesting app in the sense that it doesn't go through the typical app store. Um, it's not on the, the Apple app store, the Android app store. You can install this as you go to the website and install it as a progressive web app, PWA. So you download it to your phone, then download the PWA to your phone, and then it just sort of by, can bypass the restrictions that way. So I do find that part very interesting. You're just going to the website and then installing it as essentially like as a shortcut from your, uh, from your home there, from your homepage that, I don't know, whatever we call that. Um, so the other interesting mm -hmm. thing I think is that once you, you can download, I mean, posit, um, about to your base wallet, they generate this base wallet for you. So you, how you deposit this once you're in, once you've got that ETH in there, it's super easy to transact by, um, they're not shares anymore. They are keys. Sorry. It's hey, Change the name from shares to keys. You buy keys of other users. Um, there's no signing transactions, confirmations like that. These so super easy to transact. Um, there are definitely some interesting things here. That being said, not staying, not recommending go uh, dump a bunch of money into this. There have been some some influencers, some you no know, Twitter uh, high profile type people that have surged to I think over two ETH is the highest now. Um, you know, some definitely others that are over one E, um, you know, on the, the low end, let's see, I think it's mine. I've signed up for this, as I mentioned, so mine are at 0 0.02287 right now. So, you know, there's a big range here. There's also a lot of fees that are on, uh, taken on these, um, on any buy and sell here, 5% goes to the, the, the person, um, whose token or whose key it is, um, and 5% goes to friend.tech. So, you know who the big winner is here? Friend.tech. Is it was in friend.tech? Was in friend.tech? Friend on the transactions. Friend. And also, right. no, no. Yeah. Yeah, drop the dot. Uh, but also, no, no, the, the, the platform, right? The platform wins with yes. transactions. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. The, base wins All of here. these platforms. The optimism wins as well. This is built on yeah. top of optimism. Optimism is getting a share of all the fees as well that are on top, that are on the base layer. And so, I mean, it is bringing people to this. I think, you know, we talked about how it may be some, um, it may look different how they get people to base. This isn't put out by, by Coinbase, by the way, I should say that. Um, but I do find it is if people are getting to that, to that layer, they bridge assets to base because of tech and that's something you know i don't know how sustainable this is i think i mean there's there are some interesting in-app uses of this i mean i don't know how much they can flush it out but it's right now you can use it to 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 chat with people if you had a key with them then you can send a message otherwise you can't that 
I don't know how these, how much people are actually using these features. So, you know, I think that's, that's to be determined. We've seen a number of attempts in these, these social media, alternative social media sites. And, you know, I think the, the, the feature here that people are interested in is definitely the buying and selling of the keys, not necessarily the communication. Yeah. Yeah. You were also saying it, it seems like, um, some of the, um, the new market finding it is the, I will call them. Oh, um, yeah. There's some, let's see there. Yeah, there's not how to refer, but. People send yeah, pictures of, of themselves. Known, well known, maybe on on some social media sites. I mean, so actually, so I think this is interesting. Like this is this is big on on Twitter right now. It's connected to your Twitter site, and generally, if somebody has many Twitter followers, they are going to see a number of people buy their keys. This has started mostly with crypto Twitter, and it's being noticed outside of of crypto Twitter by others that are saying, "Hey, wait a minute." I have a big, yeah. Only, only for there, just to call yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah, only I think that's it now. And I think there are a number of others that they could be, could be a lot more interested in this when they start seeing what people are actually making on it. I don't know how, I mean, it seems a bit fuzzy-ish to me if people just have to keep buying for the price to go up and there's no nothing there. But, uh, you know, I do see the possibility for this to expand beyond crypto space you know, and in that regard bring people in to to crypto in a way that they don't necessarily or they wouldn't necessarily think that they would be be interested in it well it's the access right the the value you get for holding the coin is twofold one the sort of hype associated with whatever the equity that that person is generating but on also you get access built into that platform as i understand it to the messages that that person puts out there. And frankly, that is the OnlyFans market. Like you, you pay to get access and communication and special content of that person. So, you know, the internet was built on porn and maybe it will take that direction to, to drive this. But I will say the, the, the usage and value seems Shockingly similar to what Bitcoin is. well-known platform uh, that is in 2021, thriving. and there is. Wait, what about BitCloud? Oh, uh, well, from my perspective, I I wandered on and I and I bought random coins of people on the platform, and it never let me take my money out. By the time it did, it was very very defunct. So I'm yeah. happy to hear that it's easy to get money in. Um, I would say be careful uh, because uh, if you're buying at the peak of, of, of whatever it is and you're like, oh, you know, like here's an undervalued person in here, like that is not the play, I would say, because um, it's it's the whole platform that, I, that it's going to be moving uh, together. But that said, like, look, early social media failed, like MySpace just didn't make it, but it's not to say it was a bad concept. Um, I think a lot of the game dynamics are there, but you, you want to pay attention to adoption. So, you know, as much as I was like sort of hemming and hawing on the like OnlyFans jumping on there, yeah. like that is value. People already mm -hmm. pay for access to content and very curious that if that person is generating ongoing value and, you know, 
driving up the value of their, you know, keys, their shares, which were renamed just recently to keys, the uh, value may continue to go, but it's all about, it's all about usage. But I think it's, it's pretty impressive that something like this is generating something like a million dollars in 24 hours of fees. Like, you know, there, there is signs of life. It's just very, very, very focused. Um, but you're, you're on the platform and you, you download it on your phone, which would terrify me. And have you, have you put any money to work yet? So, you know, I got to play around with it some more. Um, I'm actually more curious about like the onboarding though. Like it basically connects through Coinbase, Coinbase though, to get your money in and then it would go through your Coinbase wallet out. Uh, so it doesn't have to be their Coinbase wallet. So you just bridge over to, you bridge through the, the base bridge um, to get your ETH onto the base layer. Um, once you are in there, though, you're not, it means it feels, feels essentially non-crypto. Um, it'd be, I mean, I think a, a huge, a huge um, onboarding feature would be credit card on board for this type of thing looking for a $20 type of deposit and moving to to people that are outside of the crypto world that probably don't have wallets already where you could then go from from a credit card deposit to having a wallet you know if you want to use it great you know you can you can take your you can take that and, and bring your keys elsewhere or you know you're just fine transacting just on this app and using it that way. I mean, I think that's that's a big part of what I think will bring new people in here, putting that, you know, putting this the 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 blockchain aspect, all these things that make it sort of intimidating, putting that behind the scenes and, and doing it for them. Yeah, I think that's the real story here, and a impressive testament to Base. Which I'm going to go out and say, I think they've probably had more success with Base in like one month than they have all of their nft <laughs> yes, work yes yes you're right that coinbase invested i don't think that I don't, i'm yeah i don't think that's that big of a claim i think but, i'm correct yeah, on that's, this that's too bad <laughs> i mean it's interesting right to consider all right well good updates we shared some projects we shared some news are you not entertained <laughs> uh, see us uh, see us in the discord share uh, share some more projects so we can uh, keep an eye on things go shop uh, bright moments and uh, be careful be careful who you friend okay. on friend tech I'd say <laughs> oh god I am I'm not I got big clouded hard enough uh, the last go around um, <laughs> so I'll I'll, I'll alright good talking out. good talking This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.